This week on Part of Our World, we are talking about the state of Disney 2019. We'll be looking back at 2018 and what Disney, different highlights that Disney had to offer, and looking ahead to 2019 to see what will be going on. So I hope you enjoy tonight's discussion. Hi, I'm Keenan. And I'm Rachel. And on episode 12 of Part of Our World, we're going to be talking about State of Disney 2019. So. Yes, we thought about calling this portion Rachel Reacts because basically <laughs> Keenan has just done all the legwork here and he's going to be talking to me about it. Yeah, I mean, we weren't really sure how we wanted to approach it. We wanted to kind of do like a you know, what, what happened in 2018, what, what was memorable, and then kind of just look into 2019, see what's coming, see what we're getting excited about. I know something I'm excited about in 2019. And that is? I think you know. We're going to Disney this year. So, very exciting. Thank goodness. A lot to look forward to. And I don't think we'll talk too much about that tonight. We'll save that for future episodes as we gear up for that trip. Um, but this is more just about like Disney happenings. So are you ready to dive into 2018? Yeah. Okay. So 2018, I'm going to start with some some box office statistics here. I know okay. how much you love your stats. In 2018, the box office beat out 2017 to become the second highest grossing year for Disney films ever. Ever? Wow. Yes. It sounds like a crazy statistic, but I think the highest grossing year for Disney was like 2015 or 2016. And so it could it's be because it's pretty recently. I mean, Disney has taken on Marvel and Star Marvel Wars. Marvel and, and Star Wars, yeah. yeah. So, right. Absolutely. I mean, well, okay. So, getting into that, um, do you want to take a guess at what the top grossing film of 2018 was? Mm, I'm like drawing a blank of what they're even was um maybe avengers that's a good guess it was actually black panther oh yeah yeah black which panther. i actually have not seen shamefully i, I know we really need to watch i don't that. know how we haven't seen i don't that. know either we there's, both like superhero movies yeah and there's been a couple opportunities where it's kind of come up and we just either didn't or weren't able to yeah i don't know but definitely put it on our list yeah maybe we'll watch it after recording tonight be too late bedtime so infinity war what you mentioned is joined by Black Panther, um, and it is Black Panther, which is the third highest grossing movie of all time domestically. This is according wow. to Deadline.com. But anyway, Infinity War joins Black Panther and Incredibles two, which was the biggest animated title ever in North America. Really? So they had a pretty stellar year there. I think. I thought this was interesting too. You have Ant Man and the Wasp. Beating out Solo, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Mary Poppins. Just shows you how much of a pull those superhero movies get. Yeah, so you're saying those two combined beat those three No, I'm saying of the rankings of all the Disney films that came out this year, Ant-Man and the Wasp 
grossed more than Solo, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Mary Poppins, not really? combined. That's also, you know, not surprising, one, because it's a superhero film, but two, Mary Poppins just came out, so its sales will go well into 2019. So she's she's far from being done she's with, far from with done. her sales. And, you know, for, to some extent, Ralph Breaks the Internet, too, is relatively new. Mm-hmm. I know that for 2018, you know, there were a lot of cocoa sales in that, even though that was a 2018. 20- yeah. 17 film mm-hmm. so the similar thing i think will happen to ralph breaks the internet i thought ant-man and the wasp were two different films so that's oh no 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 no. that's what I the movie is called yes. yeah Ant-Man clearly i haven't seen that one either no and i i honestly did not think it did that well but hey that's cool and you know paul rudd ant-man will be in the next avengers film we saw that in really? the trailer yeah oh yeah i forget stuff it's okay so Marvel dominates, yeah. Um, do you want to take a guess at what was the least grossing film for Disney this year? I saw the notes. You saw Sorry. the notes. Does not come as a surprise to me, but Nutcracker and the Four Realms did the worst. And I know there are people that saw it and said, oh, yeah, it was fine. But I don't think anybody was blown away by it. You know, Hard to except say. For, except for that Andrea Bocelli song. Oh, yeah, you like that. Yeah, that that's really good, so... Uh, after listening to a Hyperion Adventures podcast, and they were all about that, I had to check it out. I'm like, yeah, this is this is really good, but not enough to save the film. Okay, so those are our box office stats for 2018. We also had, this is box office related, but Disney acquired Fox this year. Okay. I almost forgot about this. Yeah. And the, judging by the face that you're making, you either weren't even aware or had forgotten about it. One of the two. Who knows? Well, well I know, I, I remember the news coming out and I remember immediately thinking a couple things. One, do we finally get good X-Men films? And there's been, there have been a couple. Uh, First Class was good and then Days of Future Past was good. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I, you know, I grew up with X-Men, love the X-Men. And even though they're Marvel, Fox has still owned them. So I was looking into this, and I guess that there are two future films um, slated for the X-Men, but they got delayed indefinitely, as far as I know. So Hmm. who knows what will happen with those? I don't know if Disney will do something with it. It sounds like not too much changes studio-wise with this acquisition, but now Disney is just kind of the parent company of these. But the other thing I was thinking with this acquisition is, you know, Universal Studios has all those Marvel rides. Mm -hmm. And as far as I knew, they get to keep operating them, the Spider-Man and the Hulk and things of that sort, because, you know, they're paired up with Fox. So now that Disney has Fox, I have no idea what's going to happen with that. But I'm telling you, that Spider-Man ride at Universal Studios is one of the coolest rides I've ever been on. And I would love for them to do something like that at Disney. It's like a hybrid between... Um, a motion sensor. You know those motion sensor things where the, you're in the pod and it moves you around? Yeah. It's like that, but on a track with a screen. So you're like slinging webs through New York City and stuff. It's super cool. Anyway, so I got really excited with this and almost forgot about it. This merger, I called it a merger, but it's not a merger. Disney definitely has taken over here. But it also makes Disney a 30% major majority shareholder in Hulu. Okay. And I'm not sure of the implications of that, 
but I think it implies we need to get Hulu. We, yes, we should. Uh, you know, if we switch cell phone providers, Sprint is offering free Hulu with all of their accounts. So I only mention that because we need we need a good camera, and we might just get a new phone for Disney. But anyway, I'm not like I said. I'm not sure the implications of this, but it might have some implications for our 2019 forecast which we'll get to in a second hmm. um you know disney is putting less and less on netflix and they've got their own service coming so i don't know i've heard that hulu will be the more adult disney stuff and the disney will be the more kid space but i have no idea so that does it for 2018 news as far as movies and things of that sort goes what about what okay. happened hmm? i said okay yes so what about happenings in the parks well 20, 2018 saw the removal of plastic straws oh that already the happened do, then? You, do you remember this was do it, i remember it yeah that that, that they, it was going to happen yeah and you know it caused i don't want to say issues but you know People were still like requesting straws because. Well, I think the biggest thing is the Mickey straw. They still don't have so that no Mickey straw. But what do you do about like frosty beverages? Like well, if you get like I a think you can frozen get, margarita. Or I think something. you can get straws, but we'd have to ask some of our listeners who have been recently. What, what's up with the straw situation? I don't know. I'm trying to think to like the Instagram posts I've seen on like Disney food and stuff. Because I mean, like mixed drinks and stuff, you'd have to have a straw. Right, but is it paper? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I've heard noodles make good straws. Hollow noodles. You know, something that got all soggy and then you're drinking like not, noodle cola. Not if you don't drink a hot beverage. Mm, fair enough. Anyways, that's you a little tip be, for you You wouldn't at be home. drinking a hot beverage with a noodle anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that could be like a thing. Yeah. They probably have something like that in Japan, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. All right, but not they're... a cooked noodle, a raw noodle. No, I, okay. <laughs> I understand that, but anyway, wait, don't they still get soggy if you just leave them in liquid, even For if like it's a not long hot? Time. Okay, a long time. Well, what if I'm, you know, I'm nursing my beverage? Anyway, there was some anyway. irony with the story of the plastic straws because shortly after they started pulling these plastic straws from the parks, Ziploc becomes a sponsor for Splash Mountain and hands out. Ziploc bags, like specialty Ziploc bags for the Splash Mountain ride to put your cell phone in. So just taking plastic away and putting it somewhere else? Right, exactly. And I do remember these bags because they had, I don't know what, I don't remember what was on it, but it had some nod to Splash Mountain on the bags. And so they started showing up on eBay. This year? Yes, like these, you know, two cent plastic bags, but you have to pay $10 for it or whatever. Wow. Yeah, big big story. Big happening in the parks. No, that is the, that's the bottom of the list. These will kind of amp up as we go along. Another big story this year was automated cameras replacing photographers at some meet and greets. Mm -hmm. So that already happened too? As far as I know. Yeah. We haven't or at there. least we got the news for it. Mhm. Mm but yes, as far as I know they have they have started that. I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm... we are not a AP park visitors we just know what, what we, we hear and yeah. regurgitate it and talk about it 
Yep. You know, I never claim to be is... experts here on part of our world. No, we just like it. We just like Disney. Love it. But love it. Yeah, I think that's a that's a bad one because you're gonna miss some magical moments there. You certainly will. Like and... you know, if like you know, you have an interaction with a character and something sweet happens with your kid, and an automated camera is not gonna be able to be like. Oh, let's capture this second right here. Right. And it's not like tons of photographers are losing their jobs. They're still all over the parks. In fact, I've heard them say that they want to open up locations with photographers by having these robot cameras in the meet and greets. But there's just something impersonal about it. Yeah. Really not a fan. So that was the big, that was a big hot topic this year. On the good news spectrum, Stitch's Great Escape finally closed for good yeah i've People never been clamoring for this for years i've never been on it myself and that's because i've only been to the park one time and everyone told me don't go on that ride. look i kind of liked alien encounters because you know i was a middle schooler when i went on it it's it's a horror experience and i knew what i was getting into i wanted to be scared and it was just kind of creepy and disturbing and cool by changing that alien with stitch it just took away what the ride was actually about and then you have people who are like oh it's a stitch ride let's go yeah. do this and oh, it's terrifying stitch. i mean stitch is like an alien hellion, monster but... but yeah it's like he's cute and that's what's yeah he's not scary lovable about him yeah well the scariest of all was that skeleton robot stitch picture that was circulating the internet i didn't Did see, you see that one? No. Oh man I'll, I'll try to find it and maybe put it in our show notes, but it, it is definitely horrifying. I don't know if I want to see it. Probably definitely scare. <laughs> I, I do wonder what they're going to do the with kid. some of those parts, especially that robot stitch, but they're probably, they've probably been harvested and outsourced to other rides. Okay. We also got a new character dining this year. We have Snow White now at Artist Point. Is she the, the Wilderness Lodge? So... Just Snow White? It's Snow White and some dwarves. I'd have to Google it That'd to be know cool. who all is going to be there. But Snow White's definitely the but, centerpiece of that event. And I do event. believe I've heard that Artist Point's pretty good food. It is. So. It's that, fancy. That would be maybe I've heard a nothing worthy... but I've heard nothing but good things about it. Snow but, I mean, classic. Whether we ever do anything like this or not, the fact that they're adding more character dining... Is good. I think it's real good. I'm all about that. That's always newsworthy and exciting perhaps the most newsworthy of all is that toy story land opened in 2018 yep how can we forget that of course we haven't been to toy story land yet but that is one of the things i'm most hyped about yeah our next visit yeah it's gonna be awesome so so that was a big deal obviously and even now lines have already subsided quite a bit really you know the the allure has worn off a little bit i mean it's not a huge land as far as I know, and it does have three attractions, but one of those was not new. Right. I think it's part of it, but I don't know. It it looks really cool. You can meet Toy Story characters. Which very, I plan on doing. Yes, absolutely. Okay, lastly, and I, I think this is pretty normal. I know people get very upset when there's price hikes, but there's always going to be price raises. Price raises so there were some price hikes but 
What was significant about 2018 is that they added in that new season-based pricing system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, they've always had sort of certain seasons are maybe a little bit more expensive or cheaper than others, but the way they do it now is, is unique. They haven't done it this way before, where it's like even down to specific days, you have different ticket prices. Hmm. So you might go several days and have a different cost per ticket, whereas before, if you went on a certain day and you bought a seven-day pass, you locked in whatever rate that first day's pass was. Mm-hmm. So it's not – that is no longer the system. So this doesn't affect us. We got our tickets when they announced the season-based pricing system, which means it was not in effect yet, but it is definitely in effect now. Interesting. Yes. Rachel but, reacts. Yes. These are my amazing reactions. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have saved the financial one for the last one. Right. I mean, I don't know. Disney's just trying to take all my money, so. They're getting it. And they are getting it. Cool. Well, that's 2018 in a nutshell. Let us know what we missed. I tried to just kind of get some of the highlights there, focusing on the movie element of things and then some of the happenings in the parks. But we'd love to hear what you think were some of the more memorable or terrible events of disney 2018 yep hit us up on twitter and instagram oh yes instagram all right all right what about 2019 are you are you ready i'm ready ahead oh i'm ready i am i am super pumped i i honestly i cannot stop thinking yes and i cannot stop thinking about going to disney it's a constant thing i feel like it's constant all the time like i'm always thinking about disney (laughs) And dreaming of going and planning out in my mind, like, what certain days would be like. And people post on Twitter, like, oh, you know, if you could go to any park today. And there's always one that I'm, like, in the mood for that day. But now it's like, oh, this is it. We're just a handful of months away. Yeah, and we're in Ohio. things that we're talking about are relevant. Oh, yeah, we've got the weather. The weather got real bad the past few days. It was actually very spring-like for a while, but... That doesn't change my opinion of Ohio in the winter. But yeah, it's gotten bad, so Keenan looks for things that will help him get through the long winters of Ohio, so this is what he's... Escapism at its best. ...grasping on to for dear life. But you reap the benefits of that. I do. And, you know, we get to do our podcast. All right, so um, like we started with movies with... Looking back on 2018, we're going to start with movies for looking ahead in 2019. And what we're going to do, Rachel, is I'm going to just kind of do these in chronological order. And by the way, I had specific release dates for these, but I kept finding different release dates. And I didn't realize that the original site that I was using had the wrong dates until I got to Star Wars because... You obviously know that date. Yeah. And I was like, wait, okay, that's not right. So I then I started checking other sites, and I found between, I don't know, five or six different sites, none of them had dates that lined up. Wow. I'm like, okay, I don't know if it's a European versus U.S. thing, and I'm just not figuring out which is which. Either way, I cut out all the dates, and I just went with months. Okay. So these are in sequential order. So in March, we have Captain Marvel. That's the... The lady. It is the lady. Yeah. Brie Larson, right? In March, we also have Tim Burton's Dumbo. Mm-hmm. 
in are April. My, are we reacting to We're going to talk about these after the list. Okay. okay. In April, we have Avengers Endgame. In May, we have our live action Aladdin. In June, to Toy Story 4. Mm-hmm. In July, they're calling it live action Lion King, but it's really like CGI, realistic CGI Lion King. In August, Artemis Fowl. In November, this, this is their Thanksgiving release, we have Frozen 2. And for their December near Christmas release, we have Star Wars Episode 9. Yes. What are you most looking forward to? Um, Out of that list, I would have to say Aladdin and Lion King are probably tied there. Tied. Okay. Yeah. What makes you so excited about this? Because I know a lot of people are like really nervous. I'm also nervous. And like I've said in previous podcasts, it's going to depend for Aladdin, especially on the casting. They need to be able to sing. We know Will Smith getting genie with it. Um, Yeah. So we know Will Smith. I'm just not very familiar with the other actors and if they can sing, but I really hope so. But that is a huge deal the, to you. I know yes. this. The teaser trailers that I've seen, it looks really awesome. I think it's cool when we can talk more about the live action thing now or... I feel like every time it comes up, we're like, we're going to talk about that on a future yeah, episode. I don't know. But I think it's cool. Like I like seeing my child. I mean, they're doing a good job in making money because it's like, you know, a lot of us are at that age where these movies that we loved as children, like now to see them reimagined and brought to life is really cool um so yeah i'm really looking forward to aladdin i mean i have aladdin and lion king memorized like i could i could recite that probably whole move those both of those whole movies to you right now but i think they'll be really amazing i thought the jungle book was amazing how they did that and so if lion king is anything like that i think it will be a spectacle what to is behold. the same director so yeah i think they'll be I think they will be spectacular as far as just like, you know, visual and amazing. We will see about the actors in Aladdin. Agreed. The Lion King is probably second on my list as most anticipated, you know, and and like you, Lion King, Aladdin, two movies I grew up with, definitely two of my favorite Disney films of all time. I'm nervous about Aladdin. I think I'm going to enjoy it. My my feeling is, much like Solo for Star Wars, I'm not going to be like, wow, what an amazing movie. But I'll be like, that was entertaining and it was a fun, enjoyable film. That's, yeah. that's how I feel. And I will be totally satisfied if I leave that theater not being mad that they remade Aladdin, but just being like, that was, that was fine. You know, mm-hmm. It was a fun little flick. Yeah. I'm hoping I like it more than... I mean, this might be. This is a sort of unpopular opinion, but Beauty and the Beast. Some people loved it. Most people I've talked to love it, but I have not really talked to like the hardcore Disney community about it. So I don't know how it's received. But among fans on like, I think the it's Facebook, a polarizing movie. The Facebook groups like most people love it, and I'm just not there. I was pretty disappointed in that remake, but mostly because you guys know this. Mostly because of Emma Watson. Yeah. So. Which was atrocious. But. I- I'm with you on that I So that kind of like, I don't know, knocked me down a few notches as far as excitement for reenactments because I don't expect 
perfection now mm-hmm. of these childhood memories to be remade. I, you know, I mean, I thought live action Cinderella was good though. And Jungle Book. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes as they continue to make these For sure. remakes. I think I am. I, I feel like I am optimistic about the Lion King because of the cast and the director and you know that it is done by the jungle book people but i also you know i just i you know i love donald glover and you know james earl jones of course but there's some other just a-list actors on there that i'm like i just i feel like that movie is going to be pretty stellar that's I think gut, so. That's my gut there. You can probably guess what my number one is. Star Wars. Star Wars Episode Nine. You know, I'm one of those people that did not think that Episode Eight was a complete crap fest. I have my issues with it, like I should. There is are certain that the, scenes. The popular the opinion. Last Jedi. Is that people? No, it's another one that's a pretty polarizing movie. But people who crap on it like really hate it. I mean, one of my coworkers who's obsessed with Star Wars, she was just like, it's the worst Star Wars ever made. I'm like, that's a bold statement. I don't know, statement. because I just watched... We just recently watched episode two. And that it takes the was cake. bad. Yeah. Did I even finish? I didn't end up finishing it. No, you didn't. So, anyway, I, I'm super hyped for that. I, I I really like the new trilogy. I, and anything Star Wars, I just love the up, the updated, you know saga i love the new characters and of course the new the modern special effects just blow my mind this is gonna sum up the sum he's gonna tie up the the new trilogy trilogy. that's kind of intense it is intense so they're not making two movies out of or are they no and god i'd be so mad if they did that right well that's like what they like what they did with the hobbit hobbit and ruined and my favorite books of all time and mockingjay yes mockingjay definitely should have been one movie the only one that I don't totally hate is Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows. Yeah. Splitting that. But, you know, I, I'm above the mind. I know that people don't want to sit for five hours in a theater, but give me an intermission and I will sit there and watch the whole thing straight through. I don't need it to be two separate movies spread out. They're going to make more money that way. So, of course, they're not going to Yeah. They're not going to do like these epic four-hour movies, but I would have no problem with it. I would just need a break, go to the restroom, get some snacks. That'd be cool. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Well, no, but maybe I, you know, they could show them that way someday. Is there anything else on this list that you're particularly kind of looking forward to? I, to be honest, I think everything on this list has potential to be really good. I think it's going to be a big year for Disney movies. Yeah. You Artemis Fowl is the only one I'm like, I don't know if they're going to do it right. I haven't read them, so hard for me to say. Yeah. I had some students when I taught middle school that were obsessed. So Same here. I would like to check it out before the movie comes out if I can, you know, be on top of it. From what I've heard, it is not just book one that they're merging plots together. Okay. And that, that alone makes me yeah. go, they're probably phoning it in just trying to make a quick buck. But mm. I would love to be wrong. I love when movies that I think are going to be garbage end up being amazing. And Artemis Fowl would be cool if that one really worked. I am cautiously optimistic about Dumbo. I'm re- not really a huge Tim Burton fan. And I did, re- didn't really want this movie to get made. But after watching the trailers, I don't know. I think it could be I think it could be a good flick. 
I know you're I not going to go see it. I do not want you just to refuse. see this. I will go see it, but I will be sad the whole time. It's like, it just looks heart-wrenching and sad. So, I mean, and that's what the first Dumbo is. So, mm-hmm. I'm unsure of why you would want to remake this one. I don't know. We'll have to ask Timmy when we talk to him. Well, I'm on, a, on the yeah, show as a guest. Yeah, show. But, yeah. He's I like, mean, wait, you said you weren't like a big fan of me. I'm like, oh, well, you know. Nightmare Before Nightmare Christmas, Christmas, though. Big Fish pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, Edward I'm, Scissorhands. I'm pretty worried about Dumbo. Batman. I mean, for His what it is, it great. might be good. You know what I mean? Like, right. I bet he'll do a good job with it, but. Hopefully. The movie itself. His recent movies have been duds, though. Really? I yeah. can't even think of any. I'm just, I'm not a director person where I just know a bunch of work for my people, no, even Tim know. Burton. This isn't even but. that recent, but I hated the new Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Anyway, we digress. Frozen 2, who knows? I'm yeah. going to go see it. I'm going to have a good time. My kid's probably going to love it. All I know is that What's Olaf is one of my favorite characters ever. I have no clue what the premise of this movie is about. I don't, I don't even know if we know. I know they've leaked some images and... I saw something recently that was like, hey, there's some potential plot spoilers for Frozen 2, but I don't want to read plot spoilers, so I didn't read it. Yeah. And it wasn't like, official releases, I'm fine. If they want to give me a trailer, movie posters, things of that sort, I'll check it out. But I don't want to go digging into like, people found some bootleg footage or something like that. Yes, I, so this would be a good example of movies that I'm worried about that I'm hoping it will blow me away. But I don't know. I don't think I, it will. I think it's going to be fine. Yeah. I, don't I think know. it's going to be like Wreck It Ralph. Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah, I had maybe. a great time seeing that movie. Uh-huh. As an actual movie, it was a B. It was fine. Uh huh. I don't know. It's like Frozen is like Disney's precious. Like, I don't know. I don't think they will. I mean, they know they can make tons of money off of it, but it's like. I think they know they need to be careful with it as well. Mm-hmm. It's like where Ralph breaks the internet. That that was just kind of like fun silliness from the true. get-go. So maybe they will put heart and soul into this. And I mean, we know that the voices will be the same. Mm-hmm. So that's always... The music always, will probably be good. I hope. I think it will be. I mean, I really liked the holiday, Olaf's Frozen Adventure. Yeah, I mean, but that was fine. It was... Exactly. That's, that's what I'm anticipating with this. Yeah, I'm Look, here's the thing. It. it might be Disney's like precious little like modern gem, but back in the nineties they took their they took their masterpieces and made straight to deep why well, almost a DVD, straight v- to VHS yeah. sequels. That was the thing. And then we got these like crummy Aladdin sequels, although I've heard Aladdin three is good. I haven't right. seen I it. I still haven't seen that one. Don't know. Anyway. Um the only thing we haven't talked about on this list is our Marvel flicks. We haven't talked about Toy Story 4 either. Ooh. Look, Toy Story 4, I don't know. 1, 2, and 3 were amazing. 3, I thought, what the heck do we need another Toy Story 4? And I was blown away. And then it was like, wow, what a nice like bow on yeah, the trilogy. So they tied perfectly. it all together. They wrapped that arc. So Toy Story 4 actually has me a little bit 
nervous. Oh, yeah. I mean, me I know too. it's Pixar. When, as soon as it came out, I was like, why? Like, they made such a beautiful thing out of yeah. that, those three. Why keep going? Like, can't we know. just stop and be happy with what we have? But I think I've said this before on the show, but, um, you know, I've heard that Tim Allen loves the script. And maybe it was Tom Hanks, but I think it was Tim Allen. So... And people have been saying good things about it, um, just as far as like the of actors the, and stuff. Of course, the voice but actors I mean, are going to be like, well, I'm, this is one of the best films I've ever been a part of. Yeah. Publicity. I, I That's look, true. I, we could, I could be pleasantly surprised. Here's the thing. It's Pixar, so it could be an absolute masterpiece, instant classic, like, I, like how I felt about Toy Story 3. Or it could be like cars. Mm-hmm. They're really, they're all over the place. Yeah. They're really hit or miss. So, of course, we're going to go see it right away. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so that leaves the Marvel movies. Captain Marvel, honestly, I did not read any of the comic books that involved her. I have no idea what the story is there. I know it's going to take place before a lot of the movies in the in the Marvel like Avengers timeline, and then we get Endgame coming out in April, and you know without spoiling, I know it's been out for almost a year. I'm still not going to spoil the ending of Infinity War, but based on the ending of Infinity War, I feel like I have to go see Endgame. Yeah, and I don't want to wait until people spoil it on the internet just to find out what because it, it it does Infinity War ends with a cliffhanger. This major monumentous event in the Marvel verse, so Endgame. It, it just feels like a two-part movie. Yeah, and I, I feel li- like I, I liked Infinity War. I think a lot more than you did. I did so I, like so it. I'm excited to see what happens. I thought in it Endgame. was boring. And I think you're crazy. I don't know. I was just like, oh my gosh. I don't know. It just kept going on to me, and then the thing that happened at the end. It was just a very dissatisfying movie to me. I can see that. But that's what I'm saying. I think the two of these together could make for Maybe. a fine film. What, what, I feel stupid for saying this, but what's the villain's the name? The Gauntlet? Oh. The bad guy. The really bad guy. Thanos. Yeah. Um, he just bothered. I just didn't like him. Like, I know I'm not supposed to like villains, but, like, it wasn't that. It was, like... I mean, we've, we've done a show on, like, villains that we like. Mm-hmm. Or just, you he know. Didn't, he didn't make the cut. No, it was just like, you, you're stupid. And st- I don't know. I just, this wasn't one of my favorite movies, despite having some cool characters in it. But yeah, we'll see. Maybe. Yeah. I'll, I guess I'll, I, like, I feel like I have to see that one as well because, I mean, I need to see what happens. But I'm kind of, like, not yeah. looking forward to it. That's how I feel. But I think I'm actually looking forward to it, whereas you just feel like you need to see what happens to have some resolution from Infinity yeah. War, which makes sense. So, so I'll still get my money. So yeah, I'd say aside from Artemis Fowl, I'm actually really looking forward to seeing all of these on this list. Mm-hmm. So Except very, Dumbo for me. Very pumped for 2019 Disney movies. Yes, overall I am as well. Cool. Well... We'll continue to do reviews for these. I love the fact that we do a podcast now and I have an excuse to go see more movies yes. in the theaters because it's expensive and I have a tough time justifying it. But now I'm like, ah, it's for it's for a podcast. Cool. 
All right. In 2019, we're also going to get Disney streaming service, Disney Plus. This is what I alluded to earlier with the whole Hulu talk. Mm-hmm. So are we don't... getting it? <laughs> it kind of depends on the price point, don't you think? Yeah. You know, if they offer a free trial or something, Ooh, I'm sure we'll check it free out. Three months. But it also depends on the content, like what's going to be on it. Mm-hmm. So I know they've announced some things like Star Wars Resistance and I don't know. Will it be worth it? Probably. But it really depends how much it's going to cost. Yeah. So, you know, we're not big on buying services like that, but we are quote unquote cable cutters. We don't have cable TV and don't plan on getting it. So this is something we could maybe invest in. Well, yeah. Hopefully it doesn't come come out at the same time as Game of Thrones because we're going to have to pay for HBO for a month. Right. To watch that. Yeah. Disney Plus will have to wait. Yep. But yeah, so we'll see. I mean, it's definitely something that's exciting that's on the horizon for 2019. Another exciting thing coming in 2019 is the Disney Gondola Skyliners. Yeah, except that they won't be air conditioned. Ah, people are very critical of that, but I, who cares? It'll be fine. Um, the 90 degrees, 100 degrees. It might be a little steamy. I think the whole no air conditioning kind of depends on how long you're in one. Yeah. I mean, there needs to be some air movement of some kind. Yeah, I don't know. Surely you're going to be able to roll the windows down like a little bit. I'd hope. I don't know. Be a hot box. Yeah, in there. get into this hot box while you go prepare to walk around Disney in the heat for 12 hours. Right. So, but still cool. We'll see. I love that they're doing that. We, when do you know when that's happening? Will, will it be running by the time we get there? No. Oh, well, I guess I think I'll, the last I'll find I saw out was for fall. A few but years. Yeah, we will, not, we will not be riding the gondolas. Nor would our resort be attached to it. Yeah, but we could still ride it. We we certainly could. And we would. We probably would. Cool. Well, as you know, part of this, we're also getting a new DVC resort, the Riviera, Riviera, which is also going to be on the Skyliner route. So, Rachel, we don't own Disney DVC. They have contacted us about potentially investing. So, what do you think, Riviera? Yep. Want to jump in? Let's do it. Strike while the iron's hot. I wish. Right. We need Maybe a, not. We need I just have nice, to win that sweepstakes. Win the sweepstakes. Or we could get like a nice benefactor that just wants to give us a bunch of money so we can go to Disney all the time and yeah. have property there. Um, Coronado Springs is also getting their tower expansion. So lots of hotel stuff. You know, I know that we're getting the Star Wars Hotel. I don't think that's coming in 2019. I mean, I know Star Wars galaxy's edge so the new land is coming in 2019 but as far as i could tell there was no kind of date on when we would get the hotel that'd be sweet if they opened simultaneously which would mean another hotel that disney gets in 2019 but also did you know that they just bought more land i don't know if i knew that yeah people are freaking out thinking maybe we're gonna get the fifth gate the the fifth park but who knows Maybe they'll just build more of those solar-powered fields that power everything. I don't know. But yeah, they just, they just got more land. They could just be also buying it up so that nobody else can. Yeah, it could be. 
All right, let's go. Let's wrap up our episode by going inside the parks to see what's changing in 2019. All right. Now, for this last little section, we're not going to go into great detail because what we'd like to do is spend entire episodes kind of honing in on each of the parks. You can go back a couple episodes and hear what we had to say about what's coming to Epcot. And when we do those, we do the future in general, so 2019 and beyond. So for this, we're just going to focus on kind of some, you know, superficial things. Not so superficial, but not go into detail about things that are coming specifically in 2019. Ready? Okay, yep. Okay, so for starters, Hollywood Studios is celebrating the 30th anniversary of the park. And part of that will include a new nighttime cinematic experience. Do you know what that means? Like, Well, it means some sort of nighttime spectacular, not replacing the fireworks show or anything like that, but some other show. Will be on, like, I don't know, like a movie on top of the Chinese theater or... I don't know, or projections or lasers or something, but... I don't know, I just wonder what cinematic experience means. It sounds like it means... I believe it, a movie. I believe it is going to pay homage to movies. Okay. But I don't know. Um, the official Disney website has some details on that, but not too much. We're also getting a new ride to Hollywood Studios, Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railway, and I am so sad that this is not going to be open when we're there. It really, yeah. it really bums me out. It was originally slated to open in April or perhaps early May of 2019, which would mean that we would get to ride it. And I was like willing to dump a fast pass and just go straight for this thing. Um, But it got pushed back to fall of 2019. Womp womp. Yes. We'll talk more about that specific ride when we do that episode. Okay. Oops. Sorry. Of course, the biggest thing we're getting in 2019 is Star Wars Galaxy's Edge disneyland they've already said what like june i think so they'll be getting it first fall of 2019 for hollywood studios i will not be surprised if this gets pushed back i will be surprised if it gets pushed out of 2019 i don't think that they will do that or can do that i think a lot rides on this coming out in 2019 but i will not be surprised if it's like late november december really because i feel like people are already planning their trips around this so well, i feel like be fools. they need what the people planning their trips yeah they haven't they haven't announced an opening date so you're really rolling the dice if you're just going to say well we're going to go in october and hope that it's open yeah that's on them I, in fact i think a lot of the deals that we've got going on with disney right now is to try to get people there before galaxy's edge opens because they're going to have no problem selling tickets once that right. goes live It's going to be just a madhouse. A big motivator for us going in, um, what, second quarter of 2019 is so that we can really experience Disney before Galaxy's Edge and then go back once it's open, but not not the same year that it opens. Okay, cool. Also, we are currently in the midst of Mickey's 90th. Mm-hmm. birthday celebration now the whole mickey and minnie surprise celebration thing i don't think that starts until like next week the 16th maybe but we're gonna get a few things with that um new entertainment new merchandise you know 
merchandise specifically for this celebration. That'll be fun. We'll get specialty food and beverages. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, for sure. Especially because I think by the time that we go, a lot of like the bloggers and vloggers will have been through the parks multiple times and been like, you have to try this particular treat that's unique to this event and so, so we'll like we'll know what's going on that. exactly we'll know the best best stops best treats hopefully but hopefully maybe it won't be as maybe the crowds will have lessened a little bit too yeah who, who knows? knows i mean we are going during flower and garden so who's to say i don't know what to expect honestly this time of year um, I'll let you know. One thing that's coming with this that I am super hyped about is that Mickey and Minnie will greet guests together inside the Town Square Theater in the like entryway of Magic Kingdom before you get to Main Street USA. Well, I guess it's part of Main Street USA. Yeah. They're going to have all new colorful outfits for their special occasions. Probably. So this, is, this is from the, the, Disney, the official parade, Disney Parks blog. I'm guessing. It, the same outfits that they wear for the, the parade? I don't know. I feel know. like that's their celebration. Colorful outfits. I don't know. I saw these mini ears on... I forget what it is. I could maybe go back and tell you, but I always say I'll do that and I don't. But um, they're like special mini, like confetti bow mini ears. And I know I've said I want to get just like basic mini ears, like traditional. But those are, ones, are they the same price? Like 35 bucks? I think it was like, thir- it was like $29.99. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, get the freaking confetti ones. Yeah. That's awesome. Looks, they look amazing. Yeah, and those are going to be, that's a limited time item. Well, it's I, not I say, official Disney. Oh, somebody made these? Yeah, it's like Etsy. But they're real cute. You still might want to get a pair before the trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need something to wear on the plane and in the airport. Right? <laughs> no. Okay, I thought it was official confetti, like 90th celebration like dang i wonder you, if they like, i don't you know if had, you have to get those i'm sure they have something so we're, we'll definitely be on the I'll lookout for out. certain merch that is the part of this celebration i'm really excited that we get to meet mickey and minnie together that they're gonna yeah. have these special outfits man super cool oh i forgot one other thing that that happened in well, i guess this is 2019 i don't think it shut down before 2018 but um, the Tomorrowland Speedway is now closed because they're building that Tron ride. Oh, and so right. I heard that they're going to basically take down the Speedway, start building the Tron ride, and then at some point put the Speedway back in and change the course a little bit. Hmm. But the timeline of that, who knows? But part of this also means that the railroad is parked. Oh, right. At, I think, Main Street. So that'd be kind of cool. I mean, I'd like to ride the train, but... The fact that we're going to be able to get on it and take pictures. And I saw one person, I think it was Instagram, who was able to, like, toot the horn. They're like, I, you know, this is the best moment of my life or something yeah. like that. So that'll be cool. And our kid will like that. Um, and then there will be a new song with this 90th celebration as part of the Move It, Shake It, Mouse Could Dance It, Dance It Street Party. That's a mouthful. Mouse Could Dance like, It. Who cares but whatever new song i mean it sure won't make me a difference because i don't know the old songs yeah but we might be like hey this is like a special song maybe we'll notice, but i don't really care about that anyway no but i'll be grooving to all the all of the parades this year we're going to all of them okay, okay maybe not all of them but cool daytime Def- nighttime and whatever 
Yeah, I've got some bad news for you about the nighttime parade. What? It doesn't exist anymore. There's no nighttime parade at all? Not at Magic Kingdom. Anyway, we can talk about that later. Yeah. The last thing on here is that Illuminations is going bye-bye. We covered this on our Epcot Changes episode, but it is it is a big change, I think, for 2019, and um, we're going to get to see one of the last Illuminations fireworks shows. Wow. Because, because I think it's middle of June that it, it goes away, and then they're going to replace it with something temporary, and then eventually they'll replace it with a new show. And man, they've got that Rose and Crown dining package where you get to sit on the patio and eat and... That, that, I think there's a lot of value. Like, I would pay a lot for that, but I don't know if I'm going to pay 200 bucks for the yeah. three of us to, to do it. So. Right. I'll, I'll talk about it for, like, the next three months, but ultimately be like... Ultimately, will be like, no, no. it's not what we're going to spend <laughs> our money on right. this time. This time or ever. Cool. Well, hopefully um, our listeners got something out of hearing us talk about Looking back on 2018 and looking ahead to 2019, I, you know, of course, thoroughly enjoyed looking stuff up and right. reminiscing. I mean, we started our podcast in August and I was kind of in tune with Disney news before then, but now I'm like obsessed with it. So um, it was cool kind of thinking back to some of the stuff, you know, it, that happened, didn't even touch on the, the monorail accidents and, you know, that person like rammed into the monorail. Nope. Yeah, that was a thing. I thought about putting that on there. Anyway, um, I really enjoyed it, and I enjoyed talking with you about it, Rachel. Well, thank you. Likewise. And, yep, look forward to 2019, especially because we actually get to go this year. Correct. And I imagine a lot of our future episodes will deal with kind of the planning and getting ready for that trip aspect. So I know a lot of our... A lot of the feedback that I've gotten has been like, oh, you know, we love that you guys don't get to go all the time. And it's like this, like, exciting, yeah. limited experience for you. So we'll, we'll definitely share our excitement and anticipation of that yeah. with y'all. And so thanks for giving us a listen. And, thank you so much. You know. Like and subscribe. Yeah, that whole thing. <laughs> you know, um, we did the whole iTunes switchover thing. So. If you like what you're hearing and you want to make us more popular and get more people to hear the show, share it with your friends, tweet about it. And definitely you might have give to us, resubscribe. Might have to resubscribe. Definitely give us um, a review on iTunes, and we're super grateful for those. And we're going to read some of those out on future episodes. So um, love to hear from you guys. And any emails that you want to send our way as well, we will bring those up on the show. Yeah. So, I think that's a wrap for the state of Disney 2019. Any final thoughts, Rachel? Nope. Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> Are you ready? Up to Neverland. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.